0: Unfortunately, I have to say, I have I have almost completely forgotten it. You
1: too, huh? <laughs> well, it's interesting you say that because I felt like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I won't even show it on the screen. We're doing a movie by with Boris Karloff from 1933 called The Ghoul, and I wish I could tell you what it's about. But it's about some guy from e- the Egyptologist that decides to come back from the dead and mayhem ensues that's really how yeah. I describe it but no I, I watched this and 10 minutes after I watched it I was like what the hell did I just watch I don't even know what the exactly. plot is
0: exactly that's that's <laughs> it's really funny that's really funny that you should say that because I had exactly the same problem with it you know it, it's like it, it came and went and I was like
1: didn't hey, you feel man. like it was like the engine was trying to start and it just never did like <laughs> uh,
0: yeah it's just like they're in there the Tunnel and the going down to the uh, and then characters
1: kept coming in. I'm like, how many people are in this? And why did why did he do this? They didn't really just des- did they explain why he decided to do this? And this little no, buddy from well, Egypt, I thought his little buddy from Egypt would say, "Oh well, he he used to like this, so
0: I, that's probably why he's doing this." There was something about it. There was something about him, about Boris Kalov, uh, the character of the archaeologist, uh, like he was. Um, because it's funny, his motivation, that was exactly the problem that I had. What was it? <laughs> what was his vot- motivation was to live forever? But he seemed like such a miserable They f- didn't
1: explain why. <laughs> Maybe he just hated people and he wanted to come back and kill them and not have to go to jail for it because he was already <laughs> dead.
0: No, he just, he just seemed, he
1: just no, but he seemed did an amazing like- job playing this role. I got to say that he was really good in this, but I don't know what the f- he was doing.
0: He really was. But absolutely, (laughs) and the thing is, is absolutely everybody else in this was just so terrible. Yeah, I mean, he he uh, was—he wasn't up with the best of. uh, No, but but you know what? In this. I'm well I thought some there. of
1: them were decent actually I, I gotta say, say that some of them were okay
0: um, yeah but, but not that <laughs>
1: for British actors in the 50s or yeah. the 30s I mean for yeah, British actors yeah. in the 30s
0: for, for British actors and I think that this was done with a British troupe
1: yeah uh, well I, I said to myself
0: shall I give this another go
1: and my, I said absolutely not no that's how I talked to myself Yeah. but uh, anyway
0: uh, I had the same thing I I, I just thought well I I don't know why he wants to come back so bad and and uh <laughs> it it comes down to this is you have to say to yourself how about reason or or yeah. how about you being you looking like you're a decent enough man to want to do it. You know, you you look like, like he was pissed off about everything, which is what Boris Karloff does best, you know? But I
1: know what they should, I mean, the point is too, is you also not only need to have a motivation, but people need to somehow like something about you for them to be interested in your story. I mean,
0: exactly. And that, and and you know what? Therein lies the rub with the story because in the money, in the mummy, uh, with Boris Karloff. Uh, for one thing, there was that smoking hot woman. <laughs> in it. Uh, yeah. And, and the funny thing, I think that there was something about this that they wanted him to uh, to create like the same feeling that he had in the mummy, which yeah. he did. But the rest of the story doesn't fall doesn't follow with it at all.
1: Well, this was actually the anti mummy. I, I was actually—that's the one thing I liked about this—is it wasn't the mummy. It wasn't even the same plot or near it at all. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, it wasn't. But at the same time, it was uh, Boris Karloff uh, getting a chance to uh, to kind of uh, go around and drag people around, you know. <laughs>
1: Well, so the good qualities of this, I thought it it looked it looked good. Like it, the way they shot it was nice. It
0: did. Uh, but
1: that's all I got to say. <laughs> that's all yeah. I have to say about that.
0: Yeah, and and, and, bo- and like even bo- the
1: scene behind me with the lighting and the the trees and
0: everything and oh, the. No, it was yeah. it was very well done. And the, the now this brings up something because we've been watching a lot of these older films, and I think that a lot of these. Uh, I think that a lot of these places. Uh, were, were sets that uh that were used again and again and again because i've been starting to see you know pieces of them you know many times and and i can't see that the budget for these B films would be good enough to make make a lot of these really big sets right yeah
1: well I thought they reused the set for Dracula and Frankenstein like repeatedly like back in the 30s right. no
0: no absolutely and, and absolutely they did they just dressed it a little bit different um, the however and it, and it, it's, it's a funny thing about that is I just watched a film called uh, the curse of uh, Dracula and it is so bad uh, <laughs> but they actually uh they combined they actually by the end of it they had actually had co- brought frankenstein it was a universal film so they actually had frankenstein in it and lon cheney and uh oh, really and
1: uh was that later on like like in the 60s or 70s or uh no It was actually like in older.
0: 1945 <laughs> 1945 and, and the thing is is so they were kind of like going on another wave of br- bringing all these characters on, but they didn't have the guy who, who directed Frankenstein and Brian Frankenstein and also did the invisible man. He was a production designer and you can tell in his films. And I, I wish I could pull up his name. Just right. Off
1: the... I can't <laughs> think of it. I can't,
0: I can't think of it, but, but he his he had a genius sense of uh of uh proportion a genius sense of where to put the camera he put cameras he kind of like as soon as he got into his laboratory it's like he did these weird angles and dutch angles and 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 he had the great equipment and it was so well designed and every shot was really well designed and um and then I watched a film that didn't have that. <laughs> <It> sucked. <laughs> but back to this one. This one was still done very professionally. It looked really good. Um, and you wonder.
1: I don't know why it took me so long to find it, but it's James Whale, obviously. James
0: Whale, of course. Oh, God. James James Whale. I'm telling you, James Whale had an awful lot to do with the stuff. No, it, yeah. With how you see uh, the monsters, the the monsters, you know, um, like even Nostradamus, the the, or even um, Nosferatu. The original Nosferatu um, was not; it was it was a great design job, but the the camera angles and stuff were kind of pretty weak, and it was carried completely by the original actor. Well, that was so
1: early though. That that was. That was like oh I know, I know way early.
0: but that actor boy that was well that was there was a silent film, but that actor by himself could did by himself he could just go the there.
1: Yeah, I had a roommate okay. like him. It but was, James Whale
0: yeah. v- comes down and just really, you know, we, we owe a great debt to that guy man because <laughs> his, his image and his and the stuff that he saw and the stuff that Boris Karloff did. Here in these films, like The Ghoul and so forth, we saw these films, my generation saw these films again and again and again, and then we came up with the second, uh, the second golden age of horror films, you know? And we were just working with these same techniques. The only difference that we had was we had color. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> I have color. <laughs> and your
1: cameras were a little I, I, bit I, lighter. I- Red, <laughs> weren't your cameras just a little bit lighter too? Like a little bit?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit. But, but you know, what? here's the big difference now uh, is uh, the difference between uh, their the difference from their cameras to our cameras uh, was huge, but the difference from our cameras to the modern cameras there's no comparison, you know? right? Yeah, you know, if you think that you could take like an 80 pound um. Uh, 80 pound uh, uh, Aeroflex or Panavision camera, 19 uh, a 35 millimeter Panavision camera, looking on. Go ahead, hook hook, hook it onto the what uh, are uh, those flying things, right? Right. Yeah. Drone. Hook it onto a drone and <laughs> and watch it sink.
1: Just, oh, even a that? modern tripod would probably crumble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really would. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, no, I was thinking, about when you were talking about production designers directing and things like that, I was like, you know, I was, I'm thinking about, like, it's a- also really important to have a good production designer on something. Like, if you look at, like, Nightmare in Elm Street 3, for example, probably right. would have not been so awesome without the awesome production design. Not that I'm trying oh. to butter anybody up, but it's true. Yeah. And if you look at, well, if you look at some awesome. anybody also, that I know. If you also look at, like, actors who became directors they don't have that eye and they don't necessarily hire the right person to do the production design. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm thinking of uh Ron Howard, who's kind of uh he's more of a character guy. Like he's it all about true. character.
0: It is true. In, in fact, his films, it's funny because he, uh, he, he has a thing where he teaches filmmaking and he says things like filmmaking is actually pretty easy if you follow these rules. And I think to myself, that's the problem with Ron Howard films. <laughs> is he is he is the ultimate work a day yeah. <laughs> the work a day director you know i mean you don't you don't get brilliant from him you just get pretty decent communication you know what i'm saying yeah but the thing the thing that you got to do is you got to know all the rules and then on your best days yep go out to break them
1: <laughs> you know how to hold them know how to fold them And know when to run. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Thank you, Kenny Rogers. (laughs) No, but yeah, he's all about characters. So, like some of his movies, if you look at his sets, there's nothing extra, nothing exciting about anything. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. But, but, but all of of his films are, are, I mean, just, just, you have him come in if, if you, you know. Well, Apollo
1: 13 had to be exact, or we need to make it look like, you know, something.
0: Sir, so, so, so what what did they say, uh, uh, it's like when you make a car lot and you, you, and you call it miracles and he's, you uh, yeah, because, uh, uh it, if it runs, if it runs great, it's a miracle.
1: <laughs> well, there's a used car salesman here that I, I not one of my favorites in this area. I've had some experiences with him business-wise. His slogan is, we put dreams in driveways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See? it's a dream if it actually starts that's right it's, no if it starts you're dreaming <laughs> you know I, I we have we have stayed awfully far afield of the of the film the ghoul <laughs> we're talking about used car sales with
1: uh, well so yeah that's this
0: but you know what? It brought it on itself.
1: <laughs> this is what the goal was. It was very disjointed, and he couldn't follow it. And if there, were, I don't know if there was a point or a story why he was doing something, or and I, I didn't care because he was a <laughs> anyway.
0: Right? So. Yeah, that's the thing. It, 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 is is he was a complete jerk, and um, and they didn't have a really good looking uh, lead, uh, no. a good looking, uh, you know, actress involved. So screw it. Uh, for the ghoul, I'm I'm giving this one a really low rating. Uh, I'm gonna go say I want on a 1.5, and it would be one, except for Boris Karloff is amazing. He's amazing in whatever he does.
1: I agree, actually. Uh, but I do like the lighting, so maybe I'm I don't know. The lighting for me was brilliant. Would be a 1.7. 1.7, <laughs> 7, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I wish these guys would stop talking on either side of me. It's really annoying.
0: Yeah, that's – it's, it's – you, you know, it's – talk about in one ear and out the other.
1: <laughs> well, I was trying to figure out which one was evil.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. In that group nah, – in that group, it could be all of them, you know? So, uh, where am I?
1: <laughs> Is that already starting?
0: It is. Uh, what can oh, I, God. You know, I do my best. I really do.
1: I'm going to have to be, with the beginning of every episode, hey, you used to work in Hollywood. You were a production designer. <laughs> Look up your resume. <laughs> I, I swear to God. I,
0: I, you know what? It, I, on one hand, I know that IMDB does a terrible job of collecting resumes at, at, and, uh, and, and, at, and at the same time, I can say that while ten minutes later, <laughs> I'll be looking up IMDb to see what, it, what the fuck <laughs> I did. <laughs> what the hell?
1: Well, you have stuff that was uncredited, so that's probably confusing. I know I have a lot of stuff <laughs>
0: that's uncredited. Uh, an awful lot of stuff. I mean, it's a lot of the stuff that I, well. You
1: probably almost, don't want to be credited for. Everything
0: it. that I did in the two thousands was uncredited, but um, but yeah, there's a lot of lost stuff ask ask any old you know the and thing is is it's an it's it's a technology that's new new enough and we're old enough to just not give a <laughs> f- you know it's, no it's i like, get that yeah because i get this from young guys go well you should go back in and fix that and i go really
1: yeah, I noticed that at <laughs> film festivals, or film, you always hear that. Wyatt, the younger guys Wyatt, are the ones that are obsessed with IMDb, and the older guys just like, ah, I don't know if it's on there or not. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Well, I think they... Yeah, or some people say, yeah, well, I, I was a production designer on that, but they put me down as a janitor. I don't give
0: a f- Whatever. <laughs> oh, that exact thing happened. I know, that's why I brought exact, it up. I <laughs> answer, you bastard. You bastard. You just wanted me to feel... You wanted me to feel... No, no! No! I don't want to feel. I remember that God, story. This is, That's
1: brutal this, too. This, partic- this
0: particular, this particular, this uh, particular uh, episode is completely off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We're gonna crash! To we're to gonna like... crash! <laughs> Do the monitor shake. Oh man. Okay, enough of this crap.
1: I agree.